Final hour of the People's Show. It is Dan Richo and Satyar Shah. Still uh, eliciting some, uh, soliciting some last minute submissions for overrated, underrated here on a Wednesday. <laughs> Sat's all giggles today. Oh, I'm loving the, uh, I'm loving the hate coming in. <laughs> That's funny. We got a lot of people getting ready to write their uh, handwritten letters into. Uh, yeah, I'll read this one because. Um, you can also imagine the tears rolling down this person's face as they wrote it in. Uh, it's about as easy as hosting a sports radio show and talking about movies and food half the time. Keep up the cold takes, is what yes. the text message says. With a lot of tears. I see the tears coming out in the text message. Man, can't believe people would talk something other than sports for three minutes of the day. I mean, we're two hours in. How, how many minutes did we spend on, on movie there? Uh, basically two minutes. So we started the show 30, 28 minutes on hockey to begin. Mm-hmm. We spoke about sports with Earth at two thirty, at one thirty. Then at two o'clock, we um, broke down the U, the British Open. Yep. With Patrick McDonald. Then at two thirty, we spoke the Women's World Cup, and we spent two minutes on movies. Mm-hmm. All two minutes. Listen, a whole one hundred and twenty seconds. Yes, I'd say intelligence is very much lacking (laughs) so this is why we love these text messages and why we love the hate because usually intelligent people don't talk like this yes so please uh, go to our website Mm -hmm. you have our mailing address yeah send in your letters handwritten please yes about how bad we are don't type them make them handwritten yes exactly i want to see your penmanship Yes, like Mike and Willoughby said, maybe you guys get all the hate mail and turn it into toilet paper. Much more useful. I'd say that the letter they would write is more useful than anything they've accomplished in their own lives today. Because <laughs> otherwise, you wouldn't be that bitter. Yeah. Uh, Over two minutes of Oppenheimer talk. Yes. But it's okay. I know sometimes life isn't easy. Uh, because, you know, there is things that exist outside of sports that may interest people. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah. And this one said, I wouldn't be laughing and joking about how much hate you get. You know, 98% of the haters don't say anything. Mm. Wow. Guess we're missing all out on that 98% of those haters. And you know what? More people Still. that like you say less even. Yes. You know that people that don't like you are the most outspoken? Yes. The people that like you speak the less? Mm-hmm. The least? As long as we're getting reactions out of some people, that's, uh, that's really all that matters to me. Um. So keep sending in your uh, your hate mail. We appreciate it. Like, Who's crying here? <laughs> You're the one texting in and spending your time being upset. Yes. And we're making fun of you. And listening still. <laughs> Thank you for listening. As long as you're listening, we're happy. Like I said, send the letters in. It's great. Uh, and if you choose not to listen, we, uh, well, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, listen, it's something called free will. Yes. You can do whatever you like in life. You can change the channel. That's, That's the most beautiful thing in life. Pretty wild. Especially living in Canada. You can do what you like. Uh, All right. It's time for Overrated Underrated so we can talk a lot more about non-sports things now. Yes. Because they are listener questions as well. Or submissions, mostly. Um, All right. So you know it. Uh, Overrated, underrated, or uh, sometimes on the off chance. Perfectly rated. You give us a topic and we discuss whether that thing that item that object is overrated underrated or perfectly rated all right bringing in uh, producer elon chark nick chubb squatting 600 pounds today was it 600 Damn. i don't i don't know how in the world that could be overrated uh-uh. it's not overrated. nuts man did you see the bar i'm surprised it didn't snap 
I uh, I made the joke in the uh, <laughs> in the bullpen that it's the bar looked like Giannis Antetokounmpo's name bar on the back of his jersey because it's going around. It's like a half moon. <laughs> it's just like that's what the bar looked like. It was tilting on either end. It was. I mean, I guess we know why Nick Chubb is very difficult to tackle. Yeah, I mean, he's got a great, great balance. Yeah. He's very hard to knock off because he has tree trunks for legs. Mm-hmm. Strong center of gravity. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Uh, shouts to Nick Chubb. I think I'm drafting him a little bit higher now after I watched that video. Dan from Van. NFL running backs. Ooh. Ooh. If you ask a tough NFL... one coming right off the Nick Chubb thing. Ooh. If you I ask... set you guys up. No kidding, right? If you ask <laughs> if you ask NFL running backs, they'll all say underrated. Um, Man, I'm here for NFL running backs. Uh, underrated. I think... Th- you know what? I agree. I think they've gotten to a point where running backs are now underrated because of, like, how much people crap yeah. on them. Here's the thing. Like, you – okay, so teams need, what, two of them, basically? Or they roster, you know, a handful of them, but mainly use two. And there's a handful of them that are incredible and highly efficient, really good at what they do. But there's just so few of them that are that next-level good that are worth – paying for honestly it's kind of similar to goalies in the national hockey league there is a large amount of goalies that provide similar value in the nhl Mm -hmm. and then there is a select few that provide a good like a strong amount of positive value but good value i like good good value (laughs) i like that (laughs) and provide the good value um so you know, like that's kind of where it's going. There's a few that, that you'd be willing to pay for. Kind of surprised that the Giants weren't willing to pay for Saquon Barkley, but yeah, you know, they're going by the numbers, and the numbers tell them, yeah, this guy might be good for one, maybe two more years. We'll franchise tag him, and that way we don't have to deal with the long-term contract. I think you're better off getting these guys. Like, So the reason Nick Chubb makes so much sense to give him the contract is because he was a second-round pick. Yeah. So you don't have five years of control, you have four years of control. Mm-hmm. So when they had to pay him, it was a little bit easier. But when you get through five years of a rookie contract, that almost lines up perfectly with how much a, a running back's lifespan is. Yep. So I'm not against really like drafting a good running back. Wouldn't take him in the top five or anything. But I'm not against you know getting a good running back somewhere in the draft. You know, late first round, second round, I think is a kind of sweet spot. But it's hard to pay that running back. So I think they're underrated. Yeah. But paying a running back after already playing four to five years in the NFL is usually not a wise investment. Well, look at uh, guys like, um, well, just look down the down the road over at Kenneth Walker, right? I mean, how, how good was he for the Seahawks last year? And he didn't even have to get that guy in the first round, but he played a big role for that offense. So... You know, running backs still do have value. It's just the way the CBA is set up really works against running backs whose most valuable years of their career are generally when they're on their rookie contracts. And so it really, the way the CBA is set up really works against running backs. But I still think they're underrated. Love me a good running back. I agree with both of you. Underrated. Marcus and Gibsons hitting a small bucket of balls before your tee off. I, I want to say underrated, but like really every time I've done it, it doesn't help me score all that much better so is it really all that underrated like i don't know yeah i don't have any kind of like practice routine i need to go through or anything like that maybe that's why i'm a bad golfer so it, yeah. it, it is what it is i'm I, not serious I, I don't know. enough to have a good routine <laughs> i don't know if the the small bucket of balls really helps me uh so it's 
It's generally overrated. I, I find um, getting a feel for the greens will help me out more than taking the time to hit a few balls. Yeah, I know. I always tell myself, I'm going to get to the range before I go and play, and yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. It doesn't matter. This one from Reese. Home teams selling visiting teams merch. Underrated, man. Good business. Sat, you're so off on this, man. <laughs> what? I mean, it's nothing new. It happens everywhere. You are so off on this. You're so tribal and scared. Make money, man. Yes, sports is tribal. But it's great. We cheer for our team. Cheer for your team. But you still sell tickets to the away team. I don't want to go to the Juventus Stadium and see Milan jerseys there. But you'll. But hey, but you know what they do at the Juventus Stadium? What do they do? They save about 10,000 seats for the visiting teams. They'd only visiting teams to come and buy. Yes. So that's okay. But you can't buy merchandise. God forbid you buy merchandise. They can buy tickets. That you can get 10,000 of them into your building. And they have to be fans from different teams. Don't, you can't don't, sell the tickets. Don't sell merchandise. But you can't sell the merchandise. I don't want to see another team's colors in my barn. You're okay. making money off of They're in the stands and other colors uh, you're already. You're wrong on this. You're wrong on this. Just, Just take, take the money. Out. Just take the money. Elon, what's your take? I would say you can't sell it in the team store. Yeah. Oh, come on. See? Maybe you have a designated somewhere off in the corner where you sell <laughs> the visiting team's you merch. call it yeah. the enemy store? Sure. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Make but ha- yeah, I don't just have yeah. it available in the building. Yes. Market it, it that the way. The enemy store. Great. There you go. Yeah. Unwelcome. The unwelcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever somebody goes in there and buys something, it's like people boo them. Well, like this is also I I made the dumb decision in my younger days as a stupid Miami Dolphins fan to go to the Ralph in Buffalo and wear a Miami Dolphins sweater. Can't it do that. It was a terrible decision oh. on my part. So I can't imagine how, like wanting to go and buy something at the opposing stadium with opposing colors while that team is playing against the home team. It's just not, yeah, not but ideal. You know, but you know what? If people want to spend their money and make you richer as an organization, yeah. then let them do it. Okay. B. Reynolds, color of arena seats. Here we are again. Overrated. Colors overrated. <laughs> the seats themselves matter, not the color. I mean, because... Yeah. If you have a good team, you have good fans, no mm-hmm. one's going to see the color of those seats anyways during a during no, game. No, they're not. They'll they're be sitting s- in they're there. They're going to see uh, the opposing team jersey that you just bought on the concourse because th- your team is selling other teams' uh, gear. Fantastic. Then fans <laughs> should show up more. Don't You, you don't want uh, the opposing team's uh, fans to show up and buy stuff. Yeah. Don't let them buy tickets it, it, by selling is, at the arena. This is an extremely overrated conversation. I don't know why people like are so into it. Maybe it's because they just dislike the color of the seats at Rogers Arena. That's that exactly much. why. Yeah. And I get it. It's like a bit of an eyesore. Like, why are they maroon? You haven't been the Vancouver Millionaires in forever. <laughs> so, like, why? Who decided these seats are maroon? But, and it's not even something where they're like color coded based on pricing or anything like that. It's just every seat is maroon. So it is a bit of a weird choice. I'm not. Debating that, I'm mm-hmm. just like, why is it such a, a big conversation? I, I, I'll, I'll never figure it out. It's, <laughs> it's overrated. It's overrated. Basketball, Phil. Steph versus Sabrina Ionescu in a three-point shooting contest. Oh, I'd watch it. underrated. I'd, watch it. I'd be all for it, Matt. She crushed it. I can't believe she only missed two shots. Yeah, uh, that was, it was electric. Twenty-five out of twenty-seven, and she missed like her first shot. Was it? Yeah. Or like first or second attempt she missed. And then- I love it when you when you like come across Twitter and there's like just a, a highlight that's gonna bring you out of your seat. It's yeah. the best. And that was unreal. It's just like all the caption has to be is like you need to see this. This is unreal. And it's just like you're watching the whole thing and like oh my god. She's gonna because she missed like the first one. Yeah. And then she just went off and just missed one more towards the end. And, and that I was, was like much this it. is unbelievable. Man. And I think her against Steph 
That would be uh, that'd be good Do competition. It. Let's see it. That'd be, I uh, think with something on the line, they both just wouldn't miss. Yeah. They would both yeah. be perfect. <laughs> that'd be incredible. Trading Shohei Otani. Overrated. I think people are all in on like, oh, you got to get whatever you can. It's it's overrated. Um, Shohei Otani means more to the LA Angels than whatever top 100 prospect they might get for him in trade. He is, and consider the fact that after they beat the Yankees again last night, they're four and a half games out of the final wild card spot. So why not go about having Shohei Otani just see out the season? and see if they can miraculously pull off a, a comeback to get into the postseason. That's that's the way I see it. Also, I, he's having an, a historic season. He's the only guy that's going to be selling seats you know what? through August and September. I think if you if you actually have your sights set on winning a World Series this year or next year, I think it's worth trading for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Overrated, underrated, Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, this is from Mike G, isn't it? Um... Mike G, Tua Tagovailoa. I don't know. Is he perfectly rated? Who's overrating Tua? Are people like Tua's going to be a top ten quarterback in the league this year? I don't see anybody saying that. Tua's Tua. Um, I'd say he's underrated now because I think people crap on him a lot still. Yeah. So I'd say underrated. I've always liked Tua. Tua, I'm a, I'm a Tua guy. You're a Tua guy. Yeah. You really think Tua's going to like change the fortunes of the Miami Dolphins? Who do you think is more of a threat to the Bills in the AFC East, Elon? The Jets or the Dolphins? The Dolphins. Mm. They have a very complete team. Okay. I'm surprised by that answer, but... We can get more into it later, but this one is from Vicky. Guided tours of NFL stadiums. Ooh, I've never done one, so you, I can't uh, say. Would it be on the bucket list to do it? No. In, uh, in Cleveland no. one day? I don't really care too much. I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying people that like going to other stadiums go. Like, great. I mean, I, yeah. I'm all for going to watch games and stuff like that. I don't really care too much about seeing. My only um, experience like this would be at Juventus Stadium last year. And they have, like, a whole museum, and then they take you through the stadium, and they give you the whole tour, take you back to the dressing room, and uh, where uh, the front office or the management watches the games and things like that. I was like a kid at Toys R Us. You yeah. know, I can't even I can't even lie about it. I was like taking pictures with everything. Like, here's this Champions League trophy <laughs> that's a fake, but I'm taking a picture with it. You know, it's like I was the ultimate tourist. I was the ultimate super fan, See, and I did all the things. I was so basic about it, and I didn't care because okay. it was a, one of the happiest days of my life. Okay, so you know that makes sense. Like, I don't care about any of the North American stadiums. Yeah, but Stand like for Bridge, the Bridge, I may want to go see the mm. Bridge. Yeah, I could see that. All right. The value of hits in hockey. Oh, oh, underrated. Underrated. Yeah. The value of hits. He didn't say charting hits. He said yeah. the value of hits. <laughs> okay. Underrated. I Hit, think hits I, as underrated. a statistic is overrated because I think they vary quite a bit from stadium to stadium depending on the scorekeeper. Yes, and that's my point. I think yeah. the I think trying I mean a hit is supposed to be separating a man from the puck. Yes. That's what a, the definition, the of, definition, definition of, of a hit, hit. like yes. separating a man from the puck. Sometimes a guy hits a guy, he still has the puck. I'm like, that's not technically a hit, but whatever. But I do think if you if you hit if you hit hard and you separate the man from the puck consistently, 
I think that's an underrated ability in the National Hockey League. You don't, you don't have enough guys that are good that good at it consistently anymore. And it, and it matters. In the regular season, it does. But in the playoffs especially. Absolutely. All right. I agree. I think hits are pretty underrated. Yeah. Austin and Langley. Charging more for the Bedard game. <laughs> <laughs> good business? Hey, man. Supply and demand. So uh, I think the the Bedard game against Chicago and one of the and, and the Leaf game are two of the most expensive games outside of the home opener mm-hmm. against the Oilers. Yeah. Dynamic pricing. I mean, every team is doing it. It's the way it works. It's kind of how it is. The Chicago game has always been a premium, especially since you know the rivalry days. Maybe not as much in the last couple of years, but you know. There's some good memories in between. There was that great uh, Sam Gagne, Thomas Vanek, and uh, <laughs> can't keep a straight face. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face talking about it. Dan, how would you feel if there was just a little corner of Bedard jerseys when he was here? <laughs> oh man, can't have it. Can't do it. Sorry, yeah. North fans' finest, but can't do it. No, I mean, so somebody texted in. Uh, somebody texted in and said something about like, are you really a fan if you go into a game and you don't have a jersey already? You have to buy it at the at the game. You got to make money off the marks. <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, you got to make money off the people like Sat that hate <laughs> the home team so much that they're gonna buy the opposing team's hat. I have just I do to that. piss everybody off. Totally me. <laughs> so I did at the Mariners game. Overrated, underrated. Jacob Markstrom. Ooh. Ooh. Is he was he bad enough last year that he could be underrated, I or has so. he or has his is he kind of washed now? I'm not I'm not ready to call Markstrom washed. Like a goalie having one bad year doesn't make him washed. Mm-hmm. I guess you could make the argument it's been two in a row now. Well, he was good the year prior. It yeah. was a year before that. So so out of the three years in Calgary, he's had two. Yeah bad years like the first year which was a north division year like mm-hmm. he, he kind of struggled the team didn't make the playoffs they had their issues right the next year they were fantastic they made the big run struggled against the oilers in the playoffs and last year just wasn't good yeah i'm uh is he just rated yeah like, i don't think anybody overrates him he's not considered a top 10 goalie in the league anymore i don't think so I, you know what jacob marks from underrated this one from Canberra, rain. <laughs> uh, I think there's a lot of people in the lower mainland right now that are saying it's underrated. And we definitely do need some rain. There is a, a great desperate need for rain, considering the drought that we are currently under. It's like, what, 28 degrees outside right now? Another heat wave coming through the summer. I am, I'm not going to lie, like weather-wise, I love it. I can have this every day for the rest of the summer and not complain about it at all. But I understand that there is a need for rain. I'm still saying rain is overrated. Rain is definitely overrated. Underrated. <laughs> like, honestly, like I, I would take uh, like a couple days of rain right now. Sat's like just dying from it's the a heat. cold take. Dude, I, I, take I take the rain. I take the rain. I can. I'd rather have like 22 to 23 than 28 degree weather. Like I have to like I have to wear a different shirt coming into work today, and change into a different t-shirt because I was gonna sweat through it if I wore my regular t-shirt coming into work. Like it's too hot. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
<laughs> just can't can't even be outside at all. It's, it's, it's not good, man. Like it's too uh, I hot. Know. I think me and Elon are on the same page here. Like, give me the UV as long as I can have it right now. I don't know, man. Like, I need to get like I'm 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 good. Like, I grew up in Sweden. 28 degrees is great. 28 degrees is perfect. Oh, so warm outside. It's ridiculous. Like, what can you do when it's this hot outside? I gotta go Anything. golfing. Go to the beach. Beach Toss is overrated. Toss a football. Yeah. Play golf. Golf? Yeah. Yes. I'm doing it tomorrow. Yeah. All those people that don't like golfing in, in the heat, please stop golfing. Give me the tea time. I'll take it. <laughs> this one's from Discount Dracula. Upping your shaving game with a high-quality shaver. <laughs> oh, it's it's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's worth it. You got to have quality blades. Yeah. Quality blades matter. They matter so much. Then you can, you know, the you're worst not... thing is getting razor burn after. You know, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. So, yes, definitely... One of my honestly love when you go to the barber and you get the ultimate like straight blade shave, still the best. But having your own quality blades at home, definitely a good good idea, good investment. Pay for the pay pay a little extra and get the good things. This one's from Dominic, Lake Balaton. You guys been? <laughs> no, I have not. I have. I think I'm the only person here that's. He must been to be hungry. asking it for a reason, right? Yes, it's. Uh, Lake Balaton is in, uh, it's in Hungary. Oh, so. Hungary. Oh, I'm like, pff, I have no idea. Where Dom is currently right now. Oh, he's so. at Lake Balaton? Yeah. Good I doubt anybody else here has been to Lake Balaton. <laughs> is so. that how you say it? Yes. Oh. Well, I guess your wife is from Hungarian so, descent, uh, right? So, yeah. in the lead up to my wedding, right. my father-in-law took us to Lake Balaton because we got married in, in Budapest. And we get there, it's like 9 a.m. in the morning. And he's giving me, <laughs> he's giving me shots of Palinka at like 9 a.m. at Lake Balaton. So uh, you could say I had a good time. Uh, my one visit to Lake Balaton in Hungary. Highly recommend if you're ever there. So underrated. Yeah. It's a great spot. Overrated, underrated, limoncello. Oh, underrated. Limoncello is, um, it's a perfect way to end dinner. Yeah, it's fantastic. And also, I know the Aperol Spritz is very popular right now. If you want something different from an Aperol Spritz, and you're at a good Italian joint, they'll make you a Limoncello Spritz, and you'll enjoy it. It's just a little tip right there for you. James Harden. Oh. Ooh, overrated now. Uh. Like, I mean, he acts like he's the superstar that deserves everything, and it's like, like he he wasn't even like he hasn't accomplished anything in the playoffs to begin with of, of consequence and yeah. he wants out all the time overrated like can you win with him like you can't no. win with him being your best player you can win with him being your third best player maybe or where is it gonna work are Harden and Kyrie basically the same guy now like <sighs> where they're just like I'd almost rather Kyrie. I don't want any part of that player I don't I'm almost rather Kyrie because I can trust him more on the court I feel really. He's won a championship. He's come up big in the playoffs. I before. mean, come on. He won a championship like a generation ago. And he might just leave during he the might. season. He yeah. might. <laughs> he but might I mean, it's Harden. Dip. Harden might just like go to the strip club and just show up 20 pounds <laughs> overweight two months into the season. Yeah, and then he comes and drops 50 the next week. Yeah, yeah. and then and then in the playoffs doesn't want to shoot anymore. Like he'll just be like, I'm I'm good. Fourth quarter, Ben Simmons. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Both guys are overrated. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't get the Dallas Mavericks signing Kyrie to that contract. You know what? Like, who else was signing Kyrie? No, here, here's the thing, though. As, as much as he's problematic, same thing with Harden. Like, there's still, it's hard to win unless you have a couple stars. Yeah. 
Yeah, they know? were kind of forced to sign Kyrie, right? Because yeah. otherwise, what are they going to do? What are you going to yeah. do? And Mark Cuban already went through the Jalen Brunson stuff. He's yeah. like, I'm not losing another point guard here. Yeah, yeah. Last one, Aman, calling it the Open instead of the British Open. Oh, I'm in on this. So what? It's part of the week. It's the Open Championship. So what about the U.S. Open? It's, it's just the U.S. US open. open. It's not the Open. It's the original Open. So it's the Open. The okay. British Open is the original Open. It's the OG. It's the 151st edition now. You're not on board with just calling it the Open. You prefer the British Open. The British Open. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know why it's so special. Why, why does every other national Open have to be named specifically, whereas the British Open doesn't have to be the British Open because it's just the Open? Yeah, like what, what allows you to just call it the, the open. open? Yeah, what makes you so special? Because mm. you're British. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I mean, I don't really care too much. I'll, I'll just say overrated for the sake of it. Uh, How about this one, Lena? Overrated, underrated, throwback jerseys. Man. So underrated. Yeah, I'm with you. I love throwback jerseys. I That Seahawks jersey is so nice. Right? It is so nice. I might have to get a jersey, finally. Um, but I won't get the 12 fan jersey. But that jersey is... Incredible. It's one of the nicest unveils of a jersey I've ever experienced this morning when the Seahawks dropped their Kingdome jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of their players weren't even born the last time they wore the uh, the jersey that they unveiled today. But I guess you could say that usually when uh, a throwback jersey well, that's is, the thing. I mean, is, uh, is dropped. It depends on like the age of the franchise. Like a mm-hmm. Kraken throwback jersey is probably... You know, yeah, it's probably not one yet, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you go back a few years. Uh, it's it's a great jersey. Throwbacks are always fun. They bring back the nostalgia, right? So uh, never, never a bad thing. All right. We'll get to some uh, overrated, underrated overflow and uh, also Puck Doku before the show is done. And before we, we get out here, yeah. uh, I'm sure everybody heard if you have a phone and even, uh, you know, been around TVs and radios that there an, an Amber Alert has been issued. Uh, for all of British Columbia, issued by R- Surrey RCMP, the abducted female child is Aurora Bolton, described as 8 years old, 3 feet, feet 11 inches tall, brown shoulder he- length hair, brown eyes. The abducted male child is Joshua Bolton, described as 10 years old, brown hair, blue eyes, last known location, crafty ch- kitchen and bar in Kelowna. The suspect is Verity Bolton, 5 feet 2 inches, brown hair, brown eyes, possibly traveling in a blue 2012 Dodge D250 BC plate SJ2708. Do not approach. Call 911. And that's the latest on the Amber Alert. Uh, so, yes, uh, there's the details on that from Sat. Dan Richo and Sat TR Shaw. It's the People Show on Sportsnet 650. <laughs> Dan Richo, Satyar Shaw, final segment of The People's Show. We're in the Kintech studio, Kintech Footwear and Orthotics, Canada's favorite orthotics provider, supported by over 2,500 five-star Google reviews. Find your perfect fit at Kintech.net. Still some time to get in on the uh, Jays Care Golf Tournament, which is next Thursday 
at Tawasin Springs. Head to jayscaregolf.ca. Limited foursomes still available for the Vancouver tournament. And there is a silent auction currently up and available to bid on some very special prizes up at jayscaregolf.ca. So go and check that out if you are so interested to be a part of the donations that support Challenger Baseball BC. Dan Richo and Satyar Shah. It's time to get to some overflow. There's a lot of uh, overrated, underrated questions and uh, comments that are still coming in to the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Yeah, um, so there's a lot going on. And uh, like this one here says, um, any of you remember Canadian-born Purdue alumni Bill Hitchcock from the 90s Seahawks? He's a lower mainland resident, super nice guy too. I was fortunate enough to be neighbors with him before I left the lower mainland. Do you remember Bill Hitchcock? I do not remember Bill Hitchcock. Should I? Maybe. Maybe you should. <laughs> I uh, I do not. So you got to turn in your Seahawks fan card. I am a recent Seahawks fan. I'm not afraid to uh, be honest about that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing this is all a lie or a ruse. No, I don't know. Okay. It's not a ruse. He was actually a player. I didn't know much about him either. <laughs> but I figured I'd ask you because you're a you noted Seahawks fan. <laughs> this isn't quite like when He's we chirped Dom. Lake, Ontario. This, this isn't quite like no, when we chirped Dom for not knowing who Wayne Corbett was as a uh, Jets fan. Listen, he was an eighth-round pick, 202nd overall in 1990. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> Can you even name who was the eighth-round pick of the Canucks in 1990? No, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the Canucks' seventh-round pick from this year. Yeah. I did they could. even have a seventh-round pick this year? They did not, They did not. Actually. No, they didn't. See, that, that, that's a good, that's a good multiple, trivia question. They had multiple <laughs> six. That's what it was. Uh, Dex has this one. Overrated, underrated. Apple Vision Pro or VR products um, upcoming? I, man, I don't know about this. I've never really played VR. There's a there's a place near the station here that does virtual reality things and it's actually pretty fun. But I haven't been since like the pandemic. I'm like afraid to put those like something that's been used by other people over my eyes like that. I don't mm. know. Maybe I'm weird. But. Yeah. Well, maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. Like I'm not big on video games in general. Like I was always one of those kids who loved video games. Like mm -hmm. I love the idea of video games. Yes. I loved getting a new game. And I played for like two days, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like I was, I would always get geeked up for yeah. video games, and then I couldn't last more than a couple hours, and I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I can only, uh, I can only get interested in like Football Manager now, so yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's not even playing really. It's more like managing a team, yes. right? Like it's, it's, it's a game, I guess, but it's not like a, you're playing a soccer game. No. My favorite video games are like if you get together with a group of friends and play like FIFA two on two, yeah. two versus two or something like that. Yes. That's fun, but. Yeah, FIFA I'm not big on the video the games. game. Elon, are you a virtual reality guy? I wouldn't say virtual reality. It's it's fun to do it for like a a day or an hour. Yeah. But owning one of those, have you guys seen the Apple stuff? It's no, crazy. I haven't. Is it like it's too much? Too much simulation. Go yeah, out and live life. Yeah, it's really wild. Like it's like everything simulated as you walk down a street and everything like that. Everything becomes like video games almost. Like yeah, oh, it's, it's way too much. Sounds like a black Black Mirror episode. I will say the only cool thing if they get to this. If it's like Madden, where you're the quarterback and it's so realistic, <laughs> and you're like throwing a ball in your living room, that I would play. Yes, I mean, what, what the next step has to be is like having video games where you feel stuff, and I don't mean like as in like you know, like it shakes your controller or whatever it is, yeah. but like 
I mean, I think I feel like we have a problem being present already as people, <laughs> and this is just going to make it that much worse. Yeah. Um, but Apple Vision Pro, I haven't done a ton of research on it. It looks pretty intense, though. Yeah. No, it does. It's fun. I'm sure it it can be very useful, but I'm not I'm not ready to take that step as a human yet. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, this one says from Rager, you guys are obviously too old for the online era with Halo and early Call of Duty. Could play for eight hours with the boys. I, no, I was I was there for all that entire era. And Minor Matt says, is that because you sucked at video games? Very much, yes. probably. Right? And I sucked because my interest would like tail off after a while, yes. like, right? Like I just kind of lose my interest. So the only games I love playing was remember on n64 mm-hmm. goldeneye oh Goldeneye. that's like great. have you played goldeneye Elon? i do have an n64 but it's definitely before my time yeah. so yeah see you gotta play goldeneye man like that that was the game like back in the like late 90s you, yeah. you have birthday birthday parties we just mm-hmm. play uh we just play goldeneye, goldeneye yeah sleepovers with a bunch of people you just play goldeneye all night goldeneye had no mercy on uh, on the n64 those yeah, were those legendary. were fun but like even halo's fun and call of duty all that stuff's fun i played the games but even the online stuff like i can't do more than a couple hours at a time i had a uh during the height of the pandemic when we had nothing else to do i played so much online video games <laughs> it's like i was i was uh turning back the clock to my younger days we were doing like bank heists at three in the morning on gta <laughs> Yeah, we did something similar, like a 20-person Madden League. So oh. everyone had their own team. You did right. a fantasy draft. You rebuild your team. Oh, so nice. much fun, right? Because you're not doing anything else. Yeah. Right. Those are those are so hard to like pull off, though. COVID was the perfect time. Right. Everyone's at home. Everyone was at home. Yeah. I, I but played... generally, like, to get 20 people on board at the same time to Can't play, do it when now. are you doing that? No, it's hard to do it. During the pandemic, I did play a lot of FIFA. We do FIFA online tournaments, two-on-two. We just, like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. all groups, to, friends together, like, from anywhere in the world, and we just play tournaments. That was fun. Yeah, like I said, FIFA is fun if you're competing against other people. FIFA to me is uh, the most fun video game out there. <laughs> Leaf hater Steve, my virtual reality growing up was girls. Very, very realistic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely it. Um, Krez from Coquitlam, overrated or underrated? Reach getting fired because of a listener. <laughs> hey, Paul's handwritten letter. Uh, I am definitely taking strides to change who i am as a broadcaster i will uh from now on call myself daniele riccio yeah on the show which is much to sat's chagrin yeah a little too much yeah. a little too much i'm not i'm not down with that uh <laughs> austin and langley rock band and guitar hero was the time remember guitar hero like pitchers used to get like blisters on their fingers yes playing guitar hero wasn't it i got to expert level at one point yeah you it did was, yes wow way back in the day first guitar hero I stopped playing afterwards. Also, rock band, I would uh, not... No, I'm not going to say it. I would play guitar and sing at the same time. It was kind of embarrassing now that I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little embarrassing, but, you know, you could get some great Oasis tracks on there, you know? So it was fun. Kind of, if you were in, like, some kind of weird karaoke business. Oasis, overrated, underrated. Definitely underrated. Yeah. Yep. I think the way people revere Oasis is a bit overrated. Really? Yeah. Why? It's fine. It's fine. You're not a fan of the Gallaghers? Is this like a no, soccer no, no, no. thing because they're City fans? No, I couldn't couldn't care less about that. Okay. I'm just saying, like, their music is fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's, it's quite good, it's actually. Fine. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I think Radiohead, for instance, was, like, did better. Like, yes. Was 
Like I, I think I Wait, think Radiohead was more influential. Radiohead is better than Oasis. I'm not even close. Like oh, to me, it's like different tier. No, this is a take, man. This is worse than your like. What? Don't sell other teams' jerseys in the team. No, in the sell home team te- store. Sell. And somebody texted in and said, uh, "So sap." Yeah, I'm trying to be funny. So do the Blue Jays, Blue yeah. Jays, sell other teams' merchandise? I mean, they should. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> they should sell other teams' merchandise. Do they sell Yankees gear when they're hosting the Yankees? No, they don't. They should. If you're Why a not? Yankees fan, you want to come to the Jays game, bring your own Yankees gear. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Uh, Trucker James, GoldenEye, and NHL 94 were both great games. NHL 94. There's still a traveling tournament that goes around. It was in Vancouver a few years ago. Um, and it, uh, when I went, we got invited to the tournament. Randy and I, when we were doing Reach Deep, we got invited to this NHL 94 tournament that was being played in Richmond. And, I, like, you know, NHL 94 was kind of like the first hockey game that I started playing when I was younger. And I thought I knew all the tricks. Man, these guys, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They would, like, play with manual goalie, and I was just blown away. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, if you don't play with manual goalie, all the cheats, are it's going to be easy for uh, for people to score. Like, well, I guess I'm not playing with manual goalie then. Yeah, manual goalie is way too... No, it's way too difficult. Way too difficult. I lost so many soccer matches trying to do that. Yeah. Not going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, also, also, if you want to go back to... like, So, my favorite games were obviously playing GoldenEye. Loved the soccer games. Loved mm-hmm. Chell, like Dex mentioned, in, in the 90s. Um, played NHL a ton. But my favorite soccer game before FIFA figured it out was Pro Evolution Soccer. Oh, so good. If you know, you know. Yeah. I got one for you guys. Overrated, underrated esports. <sighs> Overrated. I know I'm showing my age, but I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know. Even this, th- the idea of watching somebody else play video games is strange to me. I I can understand like they are quite good at it. Yeah, I and mean, that's impressive to me. So but I it just it doesn't doesn't give me entertainment in the way that it does others. I'm trying very hard not to be like the you know talking down to the new generation, right? Mm-hmm. Because like just because I don't like watching other people play video games doesn't mean it's stupid. Yes. Right, just because I don't get it doesn't mean it's stupid. So I, I don't, but I, I don't get it. That's my problem. And I don't, I don't, I don't. I, like I said, I don't make fun of anybody over it. I just don't understand because I, I don't like. I barely have interest playing video games. So, so let alone like the, watching other people play video. To play games. devil's advocate, the argument would be you, you pay to watch your favorite soccer players, yeah. your favorite NFL players, whatever it may be, because they're the the best of the best. Why would that be any different for an esports game where? You are watching somebody that is the best of the best at this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not for me, but if you're a huge fan of sure. Call of Duty. exactly. And you love playing the game and you love seeing how people operate at the highest level of the game, then I, I guess that's the logic behind it. But that's all I got. Yeah, there was some commotion a couple of years ago because the 2K League esports players were getting paid more than the average salary of the G League players. <laughs> Wow. Which I think is a bit ridiculous. But hey, man. Hey, man. It's. Uh, I guess it depends on what. Uh, how much money you're bringing in. Yeah. Right. It does. Ultimately. Man, I didn't realize the Radiohead take was gonna. I thought I was being spicy because everybody's like everybody's such a big Oasis fan. But like it's it's almost unanimous in our text inbox. Mm-hmm. Radiohead over Why? over Oasis. Creep, please. C- creeps like the, the 
Creep Creep was before Radiohead was actually good. Yeah. Creep was like Radiohead hasn't done anything like Creep since Creep came out. <laughs> like the Creep version of Radiohead is so different from what Radiohead has evolved to. Radiohead's overrated. No, it's not. Please. Radiohead is incredible. Like you want to talk about like people like influencing music? Yeah. Doing something that's different? Mhm. It's Radiohead. Radiohead pushed boundaries. And what what boundary did Oasis push? <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, good music, sure. Yeah. No doubt. But I'm saying, what did they do that nobody else was doing? They fought on stage. Well, there you go. <laughs> hate each other, even though they're brothers. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm not getting into this conversation because we're going to go nowhere with it. I'm not a Radiohead guy. You are. Uh, Ryan from Abbey. We got Minor Matt in Abbotsford. Colin from Caribou. Man. Yeah. The Radiohead team is strong. Apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get to today's Puck Doku because I can't I can't have this conversation. I'm sorry. Uh, Puck Doku, you know how to play it. Um, at least I hope you do by now. Puckdoku.com. It gives you a puzzle every single day, and you got to fill it out with the hockey players that each that fit each box. Nine boxes. You'll get two things, two teams. And you got to fit a player that's played for both of those teams. At least one game for both of those teams. So today's box will start. And you can play along, 650-650 on the Dunbar Lumber text message inbox. Today's box starts with the New York Islanders. All right. And the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, Islanders and Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. So a, uh, a couple of former Canucks come to mind. Well, at least one, actually. I have, okay, the guy who comes to my mind is not a Canuck. No? No. Who's coming to your mind? For me, it's uh, Todd Bertuzzi. Oh, right. He played for the Ducks as well. You're right. Yeah. Did, didn't Lubomir Vishnowski play for? Oh, that's a name. That's right a name there. that came up to, came to mind. <laughs> Man, Lou. I know you played fantasy hockey, if you know Lubomir Vishnovsky. <laughs> he was good, man. He, had <laughs> he a was good always years. sneaky point guy, you sneaky know? Sneaky point guy, got hits, yeah. got blocks. Man, we're going Lubomir Vishnovsky. That's a great name. <laughs> uh, Travis right. Green was a text, too. That's not... No, oh, Travis bad. Green works, That's too. That's a good one. Uh, Lubomir Vishnovsky, 8%. Wow, surprised. Let's do it. Uh, all right, New York Islanders and Minnesota Wilds. Zach Parise, the easy answer here. Yeah. Probably the most common answer. I'm going to try to think of more former Canucks. Um, Thomas Vanek. Yeah. The other one would be Cliff Ronning. Cliffy. Cliffy fits, right? Yeah, he does. He played for Minnesota. He did. Yeah, he played like was, a lot he was of teams. On, uh, he was on the uh, 03 uh, Minnesota team. He was. He? he was. He certainly was. Uh, and he played, uh, I think, his final year in the league with the Islanders. Uh, we have any uh, Luca Sabisa. Yeah, Luca Sabisa would have worked for Islanders Anaheim as well. Yeah, another good one. Uh, Cliff Ronning, 0.2%. That's a big one. Okay, so this is an interesting box. Islanders played with the Islanders, okay, but also had five plus teams played for during their career. Islanders, but also played for five teams for their career. Mike Sillinger. Yep, that's like the easy. I one. feel like Mike Sillinger is Mike Sillinger. We could use a few times yeah. here. Um, 
Chris Simon. Oh. Really? I, I just remember Chris Simon. Didn't he, he like knock somebody over the head or something with the stick? Did he step on Chris Simon? With the stick? Chris Simon got a massive suspension when he was with the Islanders. I'm yeah, then sure. he sm- he played for the Capitals too. He played for the uh, the Avalanche. Avalanche played for the Calgary Flames too. I think. Yeah. He bounced around. Yeah, he did. He had like one final good year in Colorado, and then yeah. I think when he went to the Islanders, he became not so good. Uh, Derek Broussard. Thomas Vanek works here as well. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Ray Ferraro, somebody texted in. And Matt Pettinger, that's a good one. Oh, all right. We'll go with uh, we'll go with Ray Ferraro. Listener text coming in. 3% on Ferraro. Uh, Nashville, Anaheim. Nashville and Anaheim. Paul Correa. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Correa is a good one. Team? No, no, he never played there. Yeah, it's Paul Correa. Michael Delzato. Oh, that's a good one. Because he did play for Nashville too. Yeah, that's a good one. Delzato's played in all the uh, <laughs> all the good markets. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go with uh, MDZ DJ MDZ. Yeah. Delzato, DJ MDZ. Minnesota Nashville. The Grandlands. Yeah. Definitely work. Ryan Suter. Yeah. Minnesota, Nashville. Yeah. Letting the uh, Dunbar Lumber text message inbox populate a little bit. 650, 650. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck. Great name. That is a good name. Uh, doesn't fit this box, though. Minnesota, Nashville is uh, the name we are looking for. Uh, Todd Bertuzzi did play for five-plus teams. That would have worked for a previous box. Uh, Minnesota, Nashville. I think another one that would work. Hmm. Did no, he didn't play there. Cliff Browning would have worked for this. Cliff Browning would have worked there too. I think just go with uh, the one you had initially. Andrew Brunette. Yeah. No, Andrew yes. Brunette didn't play with. Did he play with Nashville? I don't remember. I think he did, didn't he? We can't look it up. No. Uh, Eric Halla, great one. That's All right, a good one. we'll go in with Eric Halla for this box. One percenter. Kevin Fiala is another one. Yeah. Nashville played for five-plus teams. Nashville and five-plus teams? I uh, I want to go with a friend of the show. Shane O'Brien. Shane O. Okay, good. Obi. We got to get Obi in, into the box <laughs> at some point. Shane O'Brien. Uh, Lena texted in. She's producing the show saying Derek Grant for Nashville Anaheim, too. Oh, wow. That's a good one. That is a good one. St. Louis, Anaheim. Easy answer would be Chris Pronger. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pronger's an easy one. Um, MDZ works again. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, uh, Adam Oates. Oh, that's a good one, too. Let's go with Adam Oates. Let's do that one. Because we we're running out of time again. Adam Oates, St. Louis, Minnesota is the next box. St. Louis and Minnesota. I guess uh, my guy Marco Scandella would work. Yeah, that's a good one. Brad Hunt played for St. Louis? Uh, I don't think he did. He Hmm. played for Minnesota. I know he played for Minnesota. He's been around a little bit. Um, Ian Cole? Oh, that's a good one. Current Vancouver Canuck, Ian Cole. Reach, just crushing it. Um... And the final box, Steve Sullivan. Wow. <laughs> Great. 
name. Steve Sullivan played for five plus teams in Nashville. That's a good one. Uh, did not play for St. Louis though. We need him uh, for the St. Louis box five plus teams. Uh, easy one. Mike Sillinger. Fill it out. Uniqueness score of 18. That's an incredible score. There you wow. go. We did very well today. Well done. Good effort, team. Shouts to the listeners. Always fun playing Puck Doku. Uh, we are, well, I'm back tomorrow. Sats golfing tomorrow. Yes, I'll be back on Friday. Must be nice. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back on Friday. Uh, so enjoy it, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. For producers Elon and Lena, my co-host Sat, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Canuck Central. Sports at 650.